Are you a Rayquaza or a Rayquaza person? I'm a Rayquaza. Oh, thank you. I was almost yes. ending this call. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. You're tuned into the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for updates, news, tips, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the GoCast podcast. It's another special interview episode. We have a returning contender. Man, is this like fourth? I think this is the fourth time now. Yeah. I believe. Yeah, it's Reversal. He's here. How's it going? Hey, what's up? It's going well, actually. Really well, despite the given circumstances, I suppose. Yeah, yeah, that's uh you really have to preface everything that we say nowadays with that. It's like it's going good considering. <laughs> yeah, you got to make the best out of a situation. I feel that I'm I'm on a good path, I suppose. Awesome. Yeah, I'm ready to to kind of dig into that. Uh it's been since uh April, really late April last year mm-hmm. since we had the chance to catch up and so I'm I'm really curious how things have been going and we'll get to that. But I, I really quick, I did want to give an opportunity for you to kind of introduce yourself in case, and I don't know how this might be possible if you've been listening to the show, if somebody might not be familiar with you, your content, and what you do. Okay, so uh, my name is Gio. I go by reversal on the interwebs. I am a Pokemon fanatic. I suppose I should introduce myself rather than just a Pokemon Go content creator, uh, what I've been like the last four years prior to this pandemic. But I'm foremost above everything right now, Twitch, full-time streamer. I shifted my content from Pokemon Go, YouTube vlogging style, grinding stuff, all the way to a full-on transition into the main series of Pokemon uh, and Sword and Shield, and obviously other future upcoming titles, but then also still play Pokemon Go uh, very actively. So I play them side-by-side on on my Twitch channel, uh, so to speak. Yeah, and of course, we'll have links and everything uh, in the show notes, and, and we'll do all the plugs at the end of the show. So you know where to find Reversal everywhere that he is to be found. So. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, it's what we do here. All right, so let's start broad. I'd love to know how things have been, just been kind of going over the past year. So like if somebody was just like, hey, really short, <laughs> has it been going? What would you say? So in the real world, not so great, like. Pretty much everybody's going through this awful pandemic. Lots of traveling plans been canceled. Haven't really had the opportunity to meet my friends from the Go Squad, including you, Chris. Like, it it sucks just not being able to have a Go Fest. Um, But then at at the same side, it's kind of weird. But when you, like, are together on call and play stuff like Among Us, which we've done on Twitch, you kind of grow closer in a different way because at the end of the day you're kind of in it together you know yeah no definitely it, it makes you bond in a, in a really strange way i don't know how it works <laughs> <laughs> it's so it's like they talk about this in uh in like warfare too like soldiers have a really strong camaraderie because they experience something negative together right it brings them together because they're dealing with some sort of obstacle and so that's probably a similar sort of thing psychologically it's got to be yeah, yeah, I feel I feel the same way because as much as you're going through it and and it sucks obviously, it is always better going through it together because yeah. that that like you can relate to one another. So you can talk about how it sucks together and then it sucks a little less. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's also very Pokémon, very on brand. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. 
But it's been really cool because I think Pokemon Go Niantic specifically has implemented all these changes to the game, right? And I feel last time we we had a conversation, it it kind of was in the build up in the, towards to like instance was in effect, and I don't think we had remote. No, we didn't have remote rating yet, so the whole landscape of things has completely changed. So I think that's been good. Uh, weirdly, yeah, it's arguably a different game in a lot of a lot of facets, and I, I know that people knew that remote rating would fundamentally change the game, but it's it's been a hard turn. Like the culture around remote rating is, is really strong. Yeah. I, I don't even remember what the game is like pre I can remember of course, but like I cannot imagine it, you know? Yeah. Like what the experience was playing anymore. No, absolutely. I was literally having this conversation with somebody else the other day. They were mm-hmm. talking about like when you used to have like discord groups and you have like a local discord and like you all, you said like a hard start time. And then someone's always like, I'm three minutes away. Can you wait for me? And then you're like, fine. And then two more people are late. <laughs> yes. And then the raid runs out and you're like, oh, we don't have to deal with that anymore. <laughs> yeah. And, and that person getting late to the raid and then they couldn't jump into the lobby that y'all really printed. Yeah. So you had to wait another two minutes. Yep. Uh, and then they're mad at you and like you're in no position. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> they're done that. Yeah. So that's that's great. I'm really happy that, uh, you know, it's a silver lining for sure. Yeah. Um, but any notable achievements or milestones pretty much in the past year so you were you were really focusing on your streaming content. You were still fishing for Phoebus at the time. And I know you took <laughs> a break. Yeah. <laughs> had to bring so, it up. Yeah, of course. So. Uh, today I actually celebrated 15 months of the Feebas hunt, uh, for those <laughs> guys who don't know what that is. Um, so in Pokemon Sword or Shield, shiny hunting is a bit different than in Go. In Go, you just tap on Pokemon, can be shiny or not. In Pokemon Sword or Shield, you go to a specific location, and in this case, I picked the hardest challenge, which is Feebas. And Feebas has a 1% appearance rate. You, you cast out your fishing rod, and when something bites there's a 1% chance of it being a Feebas. And then you, you you lure it out. And if it's a Feebas, there's an additional 1 in 1,365 chance of it being a Shiny. So that's 1 in 136,500 to 1 ratio of you having the chance of getting the Shiny Feebas. Today, I surpassed 143,000 encounters. Oh and I still don't have it. Oh man, what are you gonna do with yourself after it happens? <laughs> it's no longer about me, bro. It's That's um, true. It's no longer about me. It's it's about me and my community. So the the build up in Twitch, uh, you kind of you kind of noticed that obviously last time we did the um, the talk. The channel's really blown up uh, from last time. I, I believe the last time we were talking, I was running, I'd say two hundred fifty to three hundred live viewers uh, on every stream. Yeah, and. Because I've been so consistently streaming on Twitch during this pandemic, a lot of people discovered the stream. Not people from YouTube even, just people that were looking on Twitch to find streams to hang out in. And with the um, expansion on Pokemon Sword and Shield called the Isle of Armor, uh, I think my viewership bumped to like 500 on average. And then in December, there was another, or was it December? I don't even know. November, December, there was another bump in viewership with another expansion called the Crown Tundra. And it's now anywhere between 600 to 1,000 viewers concurrent. Whew. Yeah. Wow. That's what hard work will do for you. Yeah. And I feel because of the pandemic in a strange way, I've had my most productive year ever 
in content creation in the seven years that I've been doing this, it's been my most productive year because I, I've literally only given myself 12 days off in the entire year. So I've been working a lot, man. I mean, yeah. On, on the other hand, like what else are you going to do? <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's that's fantastic. And that's great, too, because then uh, when things do start to open up like that, then you, you're at a great spot that you otherwise would have had much more difficulty getting to. Right. Yeah, so exactly. That's, that's fantastic. Awesome to hear. Um, but let's let's take a little pivot here, because uh, while you were focusing and still focus a bunch on your live streaming content on Twitch and Pokemon Go is part of that, uh, mm-hmm. you used to be back in the day. And that's a weird thing to say, because Pokemon's like Pokemon Go is like four years old. It's getting to five <laughs> years now. That's yeah, crazy. it's getting it's getting close. You were really big on the grind and the global leaderboards and all of that. And you kind of like retired, pseudo retired from it just by not focusing on it as much. Yeah. But post the big go beyond update to level 50 and such and all of these, uh, you know, stay at home bonuses and things like that. I've noticed a lot of your recent videos, especially on YouTube, have been Pokemon Go centric. So I'm kind of I'm kind of curious. Was it just the go beyond update or is there something else that kind of brought you back or you just it was time to come back? Like, where's your head at? So it's a combination of everything. I feel go got interesting to me again. Um, in, in, in an interesting way, I, when remote rating came out, I think it was October ish. I got invited into a Facebook group of a couple of people that are now my friends to do these remote rates. And, uh, these were like people that were on like the leaderboards. And in case you guys don't know, like the leaderboards is something you can uh, sign up, shout out tl40data.com. Uh, if you ever want to visit, you can sign up if you're level 40 for the leaderboards and you get like a rollout. But on the leaderboards, uh, these people were there and, you know, how high level people are in games, they are very gay, they're very focused on their goals. And these are goals that are way higher than your hit level 50 in Pokemon Go, hitting level 40 in Pokemon Go. These are goals that people set for themselves. I want to do, let's say, 40,000 catches in a single month. I want to get 50 million XP in a single month. Uh, Those type of things, right? Um, So if you're surrounded by people like that, you get inspired. And um, at a certain point, I was like, I have been working the entire year of 2020 a lot. I want to take a full month off from streaming in January and a bit in February to just only play Pokemon Go and also make it a thing that I can... Start building up a healthy habit because, you know, when you're out playing Pokemon Go, you're walking a lot. And considering the gyms aren't open and I just bought a gym subscription membership before the lockdown happened. Yeah. yeah <laughs> I needed to do boat. something to stay busy, right? <laughs> so I've just been focusing on, uh, on on Go now. Yeah, Go has been become a re- – it's been big, it's now a big bigger thing than it was back in 2016 when it hit level 40, which is really weird. <laughs> No, absolutely. And and it didn't take you long to hit 50. I think you were already above the requisite amount that you needed aside from the tasks, obviously, obviously even before the update dropped. Is that correct? Yeah, I, had, I doubled the experience required for the <laughs> level 50, which is uh, 100. Yeah, it's like 100, 340, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you hit 50 almost about a month ago. And I'm kind of curious how your experience was with that. It was kind of lackluster, dude. <laughs> yeah? Okay, fair <laughs> okay, enough. Okay, it was very exciting to hit it. But it's just, uh, you know, everybody gets the patch. Everybody gets the update. 
And then suddenly you can hit level 41, which is like when I hit level 41, it was insane. I was like, finally, after almost four years of waiting, I am a new level in this game. And then he comes 42 and you hit 42 and 43 in the same day. You're like, wow, that's cool. Yeah. And then comes the rocket grind. You need to beat all the team go rocket leaders 50 times and 100 grunts and you need to purify 100 Pokemon. That's cool. And then comes the waiting period after powering up the Pokemon. The waiting period of waiting eight weeks on your adventure sick 25 kilometers rewards. Yeah. <laughs> Which is cool. But then if the objectives after that are kind of like luster, hitting level 50 on itself is just kind of like, okay, I got the jacket. Cool. And that is in part, I think, a big factor because I already had the XP. I, I didn't have to work towards getting that goal, I feel. I feel for people out there who are like level 42, almost getting to 43, 44, who don't have that experience requirement yet, it will be a much more fulfilling and satisfying feeling when you actually hit level 50. Very much so as when tonight when I hit level forty and go. Yeah, no, for sure. I actually just hit the XP myself at level forty five. I have all the tasks done, and I'm I'm like seven million away from hitting level forty six. And I think that that's a good spot to be in because, like you're saying, if you already have the XP and you're not doing the grind outside of just some of these time gaty tasks, it's kind of it takes the wind out of the sails a little bit, you know? Yeah, exactly. But okay, but you still had like a, a good time. You're able to make a little bit of content out of doing it. I mean, hitting 50 is still hype, even if it wasn't as hype. Yeah, <laughs> as for sure. Been. For sure. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just cool that the the work you put in, uh, like over the years, getting the excess amount of XP is, is kind of like paying off right now. It's, it's very liberating in that sense. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Because before people were like, why did you do that? And now you have a good reason. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> oh, I prepared. You guys are prepared ages ago for this. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So uh, how has been kind of getting back into the grind uh, for this sort of round two been for you? Has it been any different than the first time? Are you doing anything different? Has the landscape of the game made you play differently? Stuff like that. Yeah, it's, it's really changed. Um, I plan my day out. I'm very careful about uh, the amount of berries that I have, the amount of Pokeballs that I have. I do only raids basically right now to get XP because I still have my XP goals. But uh, foremost, I need my golden raspberries in order to capture the starter Pokemon, for example, or Pokemon like Bunnelby, Vanillite, all those Pokemon that are really hard to capture. So that is something that's really changed. Um, my approach to the game has really significantly shifted as well. Um, I think my playstyle in 2016 really was drop lure modules, uh, sit at the spot, catch Pokemon. Now there's different techniques like quick catching, for example, and mm -hmm. there's a new advanced technique called the AR catching, which really speed up catching Pokemon. Uh, so now what I do is I literally have a loop of uh, a path that I'll walk, and it's an hour long, and in that loop I catch anywhere between 330 to 370 Pokemon an hour. And Ooh. Yeah, that's really significantly changed everything. So my goals are now catches a day, hitting the leaderboards, getting a lot of XP, getting a lot of starters. It's 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 a completely different ballgame right now. And I'm actually like aiming for like the top spots on the leaderboard right now. Um, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, it's been fun. 
Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm kind of curious, though, because uh, there's been different stages of lockdown. Sometimes you can't even get out and walk and stuff like that. What sort of strategies did you employ during those times? Because like getting out and being able to walk is great. I mean, even if you have masks on, you're distancing, it's still a walk. And that's kind of how the game is meant to be played. But when it was more limited, did you do anything differently? Yeah, so we never had a really like full on lockdown here in the Netherlands. We had a awesome what, what we call an intelligent lockdown. It's weird, but it's basically a lockdown where the shops aren't open and that's it. But now we actually got a curfew here, so you can only you can only be outside from 4:30 in the morning until 9. So okay. I the only the big shift that I did in my day-to-day life is instead of going to bed late as I wake up early. And it actually has been great because usually I would, in 2020 specifically during streaming times, I would um, wake up when the sun was already gone, like after six, (laughs) and I would uh, go to the supermarket, um, get some food so I could cook at home, and then start stream. So now that that's not a possibility anymore, I just decided to swap everything about. And it's been very nice getting sunlight because I used to live at U.S. time zone basically for the majority of 2020. Was that just because it worked better with your streaming schedule? Did you follow an audience for that or? Yeah. Um, so because I was so, so much on Twitch, I figured out that the, the sweet spot for a stream start would be in the evening in Europe and afternoon United States. So that sure. way I'd grab most of the audience. Uh, so that would be around eight o'clock my time where I would like start stream up or a little later than that. That's fascinating. But that makes a lot of sense once you lay it out. Cause I was like, why would you want to stay up that late? Who's actually going to be up? Oh, that's right. Other people in other places. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. Well, we talked about Pokemon go a little bit about how they had made some changes and it's a really quite a different game since like last year, especially when we were speaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had two big events since then. We had a virtual go fest. And more recently, we had the Kanto Tour. And I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on both of them. And I know Kanto Tour is fresh, but let's let's try to think back to, to GoFest, which now Go kind Fest. of feels like a lifetime ago, almost. Yeah, it's yeah. hard to remember. I remember that Shiny Raid was really low. That was like yeah. my, biggest, my biggest issue with the event, was that the Shiny Raid was really low, I remember. It but was. I was streaming that. I wasn't outside playing it. And with the Kanto Tour, that's different. Okay. So you actually got to get out and do some do some play with Kanto Tour, like out and about. Yeah. So I was walking for majority of the event. I got about 20 miles in. So 35 kilometers of walking. And that's wow. like, that's the cool thing with the start of this year. I really, uh, I really built up the habit of being able to walk a lot. And because I've been walking every single day in my time off, like at least 20,000 steps, like that is my average goal right now every day because you know health and everything uh i've been able to walk 35 kilometers um and it it was great so i got a lot of shiny checks in and got a lot of catches and i got some new species that i didn't have shiny yet so it was great for me awesome any negatives to the event yeah regionals weren't spawning in the wild that sucked yeah that was kind of a bummer uh people were sort of globally a little bit like oh a lot of raids going on here to finish this here task Uh-oh. it was overwhelming to say in the least as well it, it took me 30 minutes or so to figure out exactly what everything was mm-hmm. but kind of comparing the two of them how would you compare the two of them would you consider cancel tour sort of like an evolution of go fest or just kind of completely different i think so i th- I, I liked 
what they did with it, mm-hmm. but just the execution was a little clumsy. So what I think I would have done if I was Niantic is I would have done the trainers and the raids on, on the second day, whereas this spawns on like a first day. So you, mm-hmm. you, you, you spread it over the weekend and you get a little bit of both worlds. So you could just kind of focus on what it is that you want to focus on because it was really annoying, to be fair, to spin these poker stops because there was a darn trainer at every single poker stop that yeah. you basically couldn't avoid like a rocket. So that's something that I would have changed if I were to be Niantic. No, yeah, I heard that a lot though too. People were like, dude, the go challengers were so cool, but there's too many of them. <laughs> yes. Give me some space. <laughs> yes. Yeah, no, absolutely. Do you think the upcoming GoFest season will also be virtual? I know this is sort of out of our scope, but have you a feeling that it might be virtual again? You think maybe we might get to do an in-person event? Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm very sure that the next GoFest is gonna be um, is gonna be virtual because we're still very yeah. much in the pandemic. So I don't, absolutely, yeah. Just hope it's gonna be uh, better than last year and and this count uh, and this console tour as well. No, that's great uh, segue because I was gonna ask you what sort of improvements do you think that they could make to this upcoming virtual GoFest? Then uh, maybe some lessons they learned from Canto Tour. Yeah, more structure. It's it's it was really overwhelming. Like. The event started and everything everything came at you at once. And for someone like me who understands the game through and through, for someone like me to still need 30 minutes to figure out what's happening in today's view between all the trainers and the catches and all the raids happening at the same time, I cannot imagine what someone who's like not a gamer, just a casual player would be going through. They're like, everything's happening at the same time. And I've seen on Twitter and in my chat during streams, people are like, I couldn't finish this evolution objective because I felt there was so much going on and I just didn't know where to look. And Mm -hmm. I feel that's problematic. Like, for example, in the Today View, everything was available, but if Niantic would have made it like it would be a pop-up, like, hey, the Fusha hour is starting. Um, Here are the Pokemon available for this particular hour. And then put everything else in the in the background uh it, it just just i feel the str- the event itself was great it's just mm-hmm. they should do the event again but then with the proper execution to everything i feel yeah the checklists were great and people were really thrilled with them it was just you're right just so overwhelming there was so much to it and especially that last one the evolution thing it wasn't quite clear and I think, yeah, we sort of take a little bit for granted. Like you're saying, if you're an experienced player, you know what you're looking for. But it's very difficult now, especially that we've all been playing for almost five years, like we said at the top of the uh, the interview. Yeah. Um, I don't remember what being like a new player is anymore. So it's difficult to talk about. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of in the lucky spot where I do talk to a lot of new players who kind of like return to go, like either be friends or just viewers. So I kind of see what they're going through. Yeah, but like a lot of other players that are seasoned, they are just like, oh, you just do this and this and this. And someone else is like, how the hell do you do a curve throw? You know, <laughs> right, right. And you're like, what now? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and they're like, what counters do I use against this team? Like for example, some of the teams that some of the trainers were using, you had a, I think it was a Snorlax Clefable Bigglytuff. Like a oh lot gosh. of trainers yeah. are just not going to beat that. No, that's absolutely true, too. And yeah, it would have been kind of nice if we had had like some sort of 
like preparation guide for it or things to like, like a what to expect sort of pamphlet, <laughs> like even virtual. Right. And we had that one blog post that came out like the day before the event actually went live. That yeah, had a bunch before, of details. So. The day before is not sufficient. You got to do that a week in advance, I feel. Right. Well, especially if you were selling tickets for two months plus, I think that that was kind of a, a necessary thing, though, too. Yeah. So that that's also something I kind of want to touch on really quick. The communication uh, from the Niantic side with blog posts and things like that have been sort of uh, piecemeal as of late. I don't think that's really arguable. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, how do you feel things have sort of just changed like as a flow of information uh, from Niantic to the public? Do you think it's it's becoming more streamlined? Do you think they're telling us less, telling us more? I'd love to hear what you think. I feel it's good, but it's not interactive enough. Mm, mm-hmm. So it's just like, boom, it's there. Oh, you know? <laughs> sure, I, oh, sure. I, I feel we need a, like a calendar in the game that you can tap yes. on. And the game tells you exactly, you know, you know what day it is and how many days it is until the event starts. And then that, that date where there's like a highlight color for that specific date where you tap on it, it brings you to the blog post what's inside of the event. I feel that would be great. And it would like, I have to every single time. I don't even, there's so many events happening, Chris, nonstop yeah. that I just have to go to leak Duck's site and press on the event step and be like, uh, oh, this is spotlight. This is, oh, community day. Oh yeah. Community day. Oh, there's a rocket event. I, I did. Oh yeah. It's so overwhelming. No, the event that was actually today, uh, the the rocket event and the being able to team to, uh, TM away frustration and the raid hour, I completely missed it. Yes, yeah, same I'm, here. I'm positive we covered it on the show, man. And I, I still was like, what? What do you mean this is happening today? Yes. Ugh. No, it, it's uh, it's getting a little bit wild out there. But speaking of, we actually just got our huge March events like mega post mm-hmm. uh, from Niantic. And and there were all the usual stuff, you know, what's going to be in the spotlight hours? When are the raid hours going to be? All that sort of stuff. And we have a new season, Season of Legends starting, which is really exciting. Yeah. Uh, but there were there were two things in particular that were different. They mentioned, well, bonus hours which mm-hmm. is a new weekly sort of thing. And it's experimental. They even said so in the post, but I've got a question for you. Actually, I got like a couple Are spotlight mm-hmm. hours, not enough. And are too many things happening every week. Now they seem to be filling it up. I feel spotlight hours are fine the way mm-hmm. they are. It's, it's cool. You got, you got a bunch of catches and you got a bonus attached to it. I don't think there's anything inherently wrong with it. And I think it's a nice thing for people who might still need the species and they got a lot of it potentially yeah. can evolve the Pokemon. I, I think it's a great thing specifically for newer players or just people that are grind the game hardcore. So I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Uh, the bonus, hour, bonus hours, I think that's just Niantic touching the waters mm-hmm. to see what the feedback is and how they can implement it as like a more permanent thing, perhaps. Sure, I, I'd like them. Absolutely. And I, I think that they're great. But but for somebody that's like not you or I, I just, you know, I, I think about I'm trying to think of it from the casual perspective. It's just like every day there seems to be something happening. People were overwhelmed when there was an event every weekend, let alone every weekday, too. Yeah, it's one of those things that I feel it's the fault of Niantic to a point where I feel they're dug- digging a hole for themselves and when you dug, you cannot really stop digging. Mm-hmm. And 
with some players, it becomes really overwhelming. And the way that I think about it is like, I, I see it as it's a thing now, I guess. So I just try to accept it. And then I pick my battles accordingly. Like what I personally do is I just, if I'm not interested in something, I just don't do it type of yeah. thing. Yeah. But then obviously there's the idea of of FOMO where, you know, you just don't want to miss out on anything. And I feel it's hard for a new player to determine exactly what event provides value. That's true. I didn't think about that. No, it's kind of easy for us to look at it and go, that's worth my time. That's not worth my time. But yeah. newer players, they have no idea. Yeah. I guess it comes from a place where Niantic just wants to make sure that if people have free time, that there's something to do. And I think that is still better than 2016, where the first event and only event we had in 2016 pretty much was Halloween and Christmas. There were, there were only two events. Can you imagine that now? No. Only two events? <laughs> oh my gosh. No, not at all. No, people would be... that. I think that would be too much of a swing in the other direction. Okay, I should clarify. People are always going to find things to complain about with this yeah. game in particular. People don't ever seem to be happy. You know, <laughs> uh, With the reach research breakthroughs, we're getting Gipple. And I was like, that's it. People are going to be thrilled. And they're like, but it's not legendary. I'm like, I, come on. <laughs> yeah. And then you got come people, on. but I got the shiny and it's devalued now. You know, because I posted this to Twitter the other day. I said, I figured it out. The people that hate Pokemon the most are the Pokemon community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, they're no, so matter invested. What, no matter how you put it, Niantic always loses. And that kind of. You know, it kind of stinks for them as well. No, yeah, it burns me too because I'm I'm a big fan of Niantic uh, overall. But I mean, I'm willing to be like, no, this is not a good move when it happens. But we don't celebrate the wins enough because there have been some good ones this past year. Yeah. This is another one here. The second thing that was on that March post I wanted to highlight was there's changes to XL candy coming out, which for those mm -hmm. of you listening, if you don't know, is the mechanic that we use in order to get our Pokemon powered up beyond the uh, level, uh, well, functionally level 40 limit that we had before. Beyond that, it takes XL candy. And XL candy has been kind of hard to, to accrue, especially for legendary Pokemon as of mm -hmm. late. So the changes they made were like you can walk with your assigned buddy to get extra candy and things like that. You can there's a guaranteed for legendary mythical and raid and on catch that you'll get some as well. Um, so is are these changes enough? Do you think? Do you think that they need to do more? And I'm kind of curious what your thoughts on the whole XL system are as a whole because we didn't get a chance to talk about this yet. Yeah, so I like the XL system as it is for wild spawns. It's great. I I like that, and I know. People will disagree with me. I mean, you know, uh, XL candy as a whole is just kind of like a long-term thing. And uh, some people are going to get it quick because they play a lot. But, you know, I also feel in a sense that, man, this is going to sound controversial as heck. I feel oh, nice. a lot of people are, are entitled. You know, a lot of people are like expecting things to be handed to them on the silver platter. And I personally don't like that mentality. I'm very old school in the sense of, you know working hard to get something done instead of expecting to be handed everything to you. That's why I like starters so much because it, it's pretty difficult to accumulate a lot of starters and not spending it, you know? Yeah, no, it's hard. So it, it kind of falls in that same category, I feel. And then for XL Candy, I mean, if you are level 40, I feel you have been playing quite an amount. Yeah, I mean, by that time, XL Candy becomes available to you. So I like the way it is right now for 
regular Pokemon. And I wouldn't mind, uh, and that, that is the other side of things, I wouldn't mind if there's events out there to help increase the amount of XL candy from time to time where there's like a double XL candy or something like that. I wouldn't mind it oh, at yeah. all. Like It's always been like that. For legendaries, however, I, I do like the change, but I feel it should be easier to get XL rare candy. Yeah, no, that's that's right, too, because the only way we can accrue it right now is through your level up rewards, right? Yes. And yeah, I don't know. It's kind of weird. <laughs> maybe like a chance on drop on legendary raids or something would make sense. But Yeah, exactly. Or maybe even field research tasks or getting a daily set objective that, you know, like Niantic had this really awesome idea for Pokecoins. You do a raid, you, you take down a gym, you you do uh, you, you transfer Pokemon, and then if you check off all these things, you get like a reward, which was Pokecoins. Now, if they do that for objectives and then put a Rare Candy XL in there, that'd be phenomenal. It would be. I think that would probably be a much better playing experience. Uh, so I, I did want to ask, because you mentioned you, you like working hard for things, and the whole, the whole entitlement thing also grinds my gear a little bit. <laughs> so uh, how do you feel like Pokemon Go is going? Do you think it's getting easier? Do you think it's getting harder? Or are they kind of doing a good job of sort of maintaining where it's been at difficulty-wise? It's pretty interesting that you mentioned this, because I, I spoke about this in depth uh, during stream, and and. What I said was to people, and this is to all the listeners out there, level 40 in Pokemon Go is easier, much, much easier to obtain. And back in 2016, it seemed impossible to hit level 40. Mm -hmm. Now, for a lot of players, level 50 seems very impossible to obtain. But you, you know just as well as I do, Chris... In, in in the future, like let's say five years down the road, I have a feeling that level 60 is going to be a thing and level 50 is going to be relatively easy to obtain. So it's something that constantly is shifting as a whole. And, and the reason why this is shifting is because a, a game developer like Niantic at the end of the day is also a business that needs to earn money. Yeah. And as a result, they're going to do things to raise the bar like we have all these ways of getting XP in Pokemon Go right now. So I also feel that there's going to be more ways to obtain other things as well. But in the beginning, it's just going to look very daunting because this is all brand new. And we're like, oh, we have all these requirements. We have all these Pokemon that we want to max out, but we can't. Oh, this sucks because we can't, right, you know? Right, right. But it's the exact same thing as when Pokemon Go just became a thing in, in 2016. You know, that's that's the way that I tell that's the way that i justify this to myself as in it was hard before it's easier now and they're doing something to make it hard again no and it's just kind of the same sort of thing that happened when we first had community days introduced though too and it was this whole idea of the value of rarity that like especially like when the first charmander day happened it's like well now everybody and their brother has charizards they have as many as they want essentially even though in the wild they weren't nearly as common uh, or more so when it wasn't Charmander Community Day. Mm -hmm. And it's the same, like that's a microcosm of the same sort of thing. Now that we have the whole friend system and there's great ways to get experience. Yeah, 40 is so much more obtainable, just like you said. Yeah, before it was like we were scrambling and and just like trying at the get the bottom of the barrel for as much experience as we can get. And now you yes. don't even really have to try. You just have to play. I, I remember the, uh, I remember the um, Charmander Community. I only got two shiny charmander in three hours of play 
Wow. Because, well, for those people who are new to Pokemon Go, Community Days used to be three hours, and with the pandemic, they increased it to six. And I think there was another event, which was personally actually my favorite event, and that's not because it's a FIBAS, but the FIBAS research event where the objectives were so gosh darn difficult yeah. to get the shiny FIBAS, you have so many people complaining, and I'm like, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> No, no, absolutely. Yeah, I want this game to be more difficult. I do. And the grind to 50 has been nice because, like you said before, 40 was is now kind of easy to get. It like what you could choose to play however you wanted. If you're a raider, all you had to do was raid because you'll get experience from that and you'll hit 40, no problem. But the road from 40 to 50, make sure that you touch every single corner of this game. You don't like rockets? Well, too bad. You got to do a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, you you know, do a lot of them. <laughs> you don't play GBL? Well, too bad. You're going to yeah. play a lot of those too. Like, <laughs> I mean, I'm a hardcore grinder and it took me three days to get all the rockets done. And I was beat after every single day, but I needed to get it done that week because I wanted to hit the check mark for the adventure sync <laughs> in the next week because otherwise I was going to be screwed and I had to wait another week. You know, it's it's been a wild experience for sure. Do you kind of like the, the 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 sort of change that they did with that, like the added tasks and things like that? Because if it was just a flat experience, like you would have hit fifty in that first day, that would have probably felt awful. Yeah, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was a really fun change of pace. I think they did it phenomenally. Uh, I think that they did a great job on it. Honestly, um, mm-hmm. it's just like because. I'm an entitled brat and I already was at the XP <laughs> that the last two levels were underwhelming does not mean that it was a bad thing per se, you know, like that was mm-hmm. just my experience, but someone else's experience is going to be, this is great. I worked really hard for this and I earned this. Whereas I'm like, oh, I just kind of got it, you know? So I really like it. I, I think they did a great job on it. And I think for a really long time, I haven't seen the hardcore community specifically so excited to hit these levels. Mm-hmm. As, uh, and or being excited about anything and go uh, at all. Um, so I think that they really nailed this one on the head, uh, the go beyond update. And also like the the level 50, the, the research challenges at the end though too, like when everybody was waiting on bated breath for everybody that was at the helm of that progression, like to see what the tasks were, what the rewards were and things like that. Like that's such a cool unifying moment. Yeah, that was, was was super or- engineered by Niantic, and they did a phenomenal job with that. Um, I'd be kind of curious. We talked about maybe fifty to sixty in you know four or five years or whatever the case might be. Mm-hmm. I wonder what the evolution of this is. Is it the same sort of thing, or is it even more difficult with an added dimension? Like, it's gonna be dependent on what it is that's gonna that Niantic's gonna be releasing in the in the coming years. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to envision it. It's hard to envision it right now with what we're currently having. Yeah, it's just uh, maybe they're going to be do, using the same path and making it more difficult, or just increasing the increasing the difficulty. We don't know uh, because I think Niantic also wants to innovate and make it different. So it's mm-hmm. it's really tough to say what the future of like go beyond is going to be, and if even if there's going to be a a further go beyond is another question. Especially considering that they didn't gate their Pokemon powering up to your level, uh, and they just did XL candy. They could just increase however many power ups we could do for those Pokemon, and not increase trainer level. And yeah. that would be a way to to push it even further too. Yeah, but not only that, but I think one thing that you should also consider is the fact that like we were hitting level 50 and a lot of people on Twitter are hitting level 50. 
but we're just like a really tiny fraction of the people are actually even really remotely close to level 50. Like you see a lot of casual players out there, they're still level 37, level 30, level 32. You know, they will most likely never hit level 50. And that is also, I feel, a factor that Niantic takes into into consideration with these decisions, like how many people are actually level 40 and how many people have the amount of XP to actually get close or even hit level 50. Uh, mm-hmm. And I think it's it's gonna take a really long time for Niantic to actually get enough people to level 50 for them to even consider level 60 if i'm completely honest with you no yeah i i agree 100 it's so difficult to talk about this though too as you mentioned because i mean even just consider this past year we got mega evolutions remote raids virtual go fest this canto tour they innovated on the whole virtual platform like so much it's it is the mega truly, raids too yeah, it is 100% uh, almost a different game. So, yeah, who knows? You're right. Who can say in the next few years what also, it'll look like? I think another interesting thing is, like, there's not that much left for Pokemon Go to be the most complete Pokemon game of all time because we got Gen 6, and we're getting closer to a rollout of more Gen 6 and then eventually Gen 7 and 8, and then maybe by the time we got eight, Gen 9 will be there and then we will be completely caught up. And that's going to be that's going to inevitably happen at some point. And that's going to yeah. be a really weird moment. Yeah, no, it's it's just like your favorite anime outpacing the manga being written. It's the same situation. True. Yes, <laughs> it is. So I gosh, I hope we're not at the point in time where they kind of, you know, in, I guess the parallel of them writing their own end would be them providing their own Pokemon. I don't want to ever get to that point, please. No, I don't uh, think it will. Well, it would never happen either. I don't think the Pokemon company would be okay with that. No, they wouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) No, but I think we'll kind of revert to the whole, uh, you know, gating shinies and using new shinies as content and for events and things like that. Yeah, I I think it's very important for a lot of the uh, a lot of people to, to also take into consideration that Pokemon Go is definitely a game catered towards the casual audience. It needs to be accessible on all fronts for all people. And Niantic is going to push that narrative even further and further, how matter you dislike that or not. The fact of the matter is the majority of players are are more casual towards them. And what you're seeing on Twitter is mostly just hardcore people, you know, yelling out of frustration of the things that are not being changed. No, absolutely. Which is funny because you, there was actually a third point that I originally didn't put on this list that was kind of a recent change. With mm-hmm. the announcement of, of uh, GBL Season 7, they were removing the walking requirement for GBL. Basically, they said they're just removing it, which means not for the foreseeable future, not until next month. It's not going to be a thing anymore. And it's been removed for a while, but we had our experience with it at first. And and I'm kind of curious what you think about that change, too, because it's gotten a lot of reaction on people, positive and, you know, negative. If you have the perspective that the game is supposed to be an exercise aid. So I I don't think it's I don't think there's anything wrong with it. And people that are upset about not being able to walk for your crime and just go walk and do and play go belly at the same time. I'd say. <laughs> I, I think it's a good thing to be honest, man. And I think it's no, something it's you should have done at the same time, because if they want to make, I feel that Niantic is slowly, but surely catching on that go battle league has more potential than it has. Yes. 
but I don't feel they're still making the right moves when it comes down to go battle league, at least not to catch my interest. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I noticed you're not, you're not like, it's not one of the things that you like actively really try to go after unless it's a task that's in front of you to do. Right. It's really annoying. Actually. I hate it. (laughs) Well, what would it take? With all due respect, I love go battle league in the sense that it gets people excited, but I, I played VGC main series Pokemon. And after that, I just don't care for Gold Battle League at all, man. (laughs) And the fact of the matter is, if they want to have me engage in Gold Battle League, then Niantic needs to release a tournament bracket with a code that you can drop in your Twitch chat and you can create a tournament with viewers. You can have a spectator mode. And all of these things need to happen first before someone like me ever gets excited about Gold Battle League. Because right now what it is, is just... It's a rock, paper, scissors, random, kind, I feel kind of, uh, I don't know, a feature. I understand that there's a there's a strategy to it and, and that people really engage themselves in it. But if someone says, oh, wow, there's 25 Pokemon available in the meta, I'm like, yeah, bro, have you seen VGC? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, I feel it's it's very bare bones and it doesn't excite me. Yeah, and I think a lot of the people that play uh, or are really invested, I should say, rather, in the current GBL scene, uh, they don't even really do a lot of GBL. They do for sure, but a lot of them are super invested in Sylph and Go Stadium and stuff like that, which sort of have designed these to be what you described, that whole tournament, tournament bracket thing, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, and that's cool. And I also want to clarify, I'm not hating on Go Battle League. I just, yeah. for my own experience, I, I just don't find any excitement in Go Battle League. But I understand that there's a market for it. And I have friends who create content based around that. I figured I'd like to clarify. <laughs> it's very important here. <laughs> so everybody just, you know, that's okay. You don't have to write an angry letter. It's all right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> We're no, in the clear. I get it. I get it. You don't have to... <laughs> when do you stream again? When can people stop by and complain? <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Awesome. Okay, cool. Well, uh, I did kind of want to uh, talk a little bit about, you know, potentially what's down the road for you and and for Pokemon Go and all that sort of stuff. So uh, what is one big wish for Pokemon Go that you have for this upcoming year? I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and and outlaw the answer Mm -hmm. uh, live events because we all want that. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Uh, Do you mean on a personal level of the things that I want to accomplish with Go or just like stuff that I want to see in the game? We've got goals coming up, so save the personal oh, ones for sure. Okay. Um, but yeah, let's, let's say for, for Pokemon Go, like what's one thing you really want to see this year in the game? I want to see more quality of life updates in Pokemon Go. Mm-hmm. Like we have had features and I, I like features, but I really would like Niantic to make the UI better, uh, put time to, for example, make a calendar in the game, optimize the friend list more, fix things uh instead of just bringing out new features uh i feel that's so so important uh for example what niantic could do is make a a ready raid button there's so much quality of life changes that niantic can still implement i've and i've had this feeling for probably two years now it is cool we're getting new features but i would like for niantic to make the the core gameplay better with just making things easier and they have do, been doing that but i feel there could be more of that yeah that's what i want yeah that's a great that's a great answer my next question was going to be what's one quality of life change you you'd make the game 
you'd make to the game if you could. So if, like, what's the most important thing you think that they almost, it's like, why is this not fixed? This seems so obvious. Oh man. <laughs> you're like pull out the scroll you're like all right your glasses uh let me see uh raid ready button oh that's an old one uh there's so much um i feel in in pokemon go one thing that really frustrates me right now is that you cannot turn off notifications and oh, before yeah. anybody says go to the settings turn it off no that's push notifications there's no way of turning off the thing that appears at the top of the screen that someone opened your gift you got even got back from a gym someone sending you rate i just when I'm set to offline, for example, I just don't want any of that. And I'm still getting raid invites, and it's it, it, it's frustrating. Uh, so I'm hoping that they're going to do something with that. Um, and and I've been campaigning that uh, towards Niantic, but I'm hoping they're doing something with that. You know what would be great? If there would be statuses in Pokemon Go where yeah. you could set yourself like ready for raids, ready for Go Battle League, please send me a gift. Uh, available for interaction, stuff like that uh, would be great. Um, and then can you s- put yourself offline? Uh, so that way y- you literally don't get any notifications. Uh, I-, I currently, because I'm grinding so much in Pokemon Go, when I'm catching, the number one frustration for me right now is just like the notifications popping up nonstop. And it's really just annoying. Absolutely. And especially when, because I, I manage a, a, a patron community as well. So I can only imagine you probably get a bunch of notifications from Discord as well. Whenever I'm trying to dismiss those, a lot of times I'll get a, a legitimate notification because it comes in the same spot as an overlay on my phone. Yeah. I dismiss stuff or open things I don't intend to all the time. And that seems like just move that box to the side or the bottom or an option to get rid of it, like you said. Or even better, <laughs> my number one biggest frustration with pokemon go are egg hatches because they always appear at a time when you are <laughs> literally about to join a raid or spin a focus stop and you miss out on spawns or you miss out on a raid as a result of that it, it grinds my gears every single time there's an egg hatching because there's no way around it you need to restart your game but there's a life hack for everybody out there who's, who's listening is what you can do is you can type in hatched in your Pokemon storage, if there's nothing interesting, you transfer the ball and the animation will not go off. But it's still annoying. Yeah, I just restart my app every single time. I'd rather just I'm like, okay, great, awesome, done, that's it. But that's yeah. an awful, that's an awful workaround for some people, especially if you have an older phone. The app sometimes takes its sweet time. Yeah. Okay, so why don't we uh, skip ahead to the goals section? Because I got a couple of other just generic Pokemon questions because we just had a, a Pokemon Direct. And yeah, go for it. I want to talk to you about that. But goals sure. first. Okay. What, what sort of Pokemon Go goals do you have currently right now? Because I'm super interested in, in the grind that you're doing. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear how much experience you're at and <laughs> what your pace is and everything because it's been a while. Yeah. So my goals with Pokemon Go, that they might sound extreme to a lot of people. Um, I want to hit 1 billion XP in Pokemon Go this year. <laughs> <laughs> nice yeah 1 billion xp that is uh 50 times level 40 requirement i wanna also this year still hit 100 million stardust okay what are you at with stardust right now i'm currently at 35 million okay and this year i I started this year with 14.1 so i am on track to hit 100 million this year because i i'm doing averaging 10 million a month right now 
It's a good thing you don't do GBL because that's hard to hold on to dust when new stuff rolls around. For yeah, sure. so I have a bunch of GBL Pokemon powered up, and every single time I, for whatever reason, got sucked into trying to out GBL, I end up spending like two, three million Stardust, and then I don't <laughs> use it, and I hate myself for it <laughs> every time. Yeah, every time. <laughs> no, but uh, I, I've, I've turned into uh, I, I call myself Scrooge McDust, <laughs> McStardust. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I like that. I, I hate spending Stardust. Whenever I got a power up objective, I just it grinds my gears. I'm like, I want to power up anything with a special <laughs> research. Darn it. <laughs> it's the worst. But yeah, getting a lot of Stardust. And then for next year, my goal is to hit 1 uh, million catches. That's awesome. Yeah, I know you've been. I, I follow you on Twitter, obviously. And I see uh, your tweets and your updates on, on your catch goals every once in a while. And it's. It is. It's inspiring to see how much you're catching. It's not it's not really a metric that people that aren't into measuring their progress even think about. Yeah. You know, but it is. It, it basically is the base of the game. Everything else is quantified around it. It's your stardust. That's your experience. It's everything that's catching. Gotta catch them all. Core. Right. Yeah. Uh, how easily we forget that sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't. I don't want a shiny. Ch- I just. I, that Murkrow is not a shiny. I'm not gonna yeah. catch it. I don't need to look at it. No. That's all right. That's all right. But all right. Great. Uh, I did want to talk a little bit about the Pokemon Direct that we just had. It was an exciting weekend for all of us Pokemon fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, today is Sunday, and yesterday was Saturday. Pokemon Day, the twenty fifth anniversary. Yahoo. It felt like a little, yeah, it was quite a little holiday. I was, I did a couple of streams yesterday and I had some other things to take care of. And I like went upstairs and like talked to other people in the house. And I was like, oh, that's right. Nobody else thinks this is a holiday except for me right now here. I get it. Yeah. (laughs) It's kind of a weird thing, but we got some exciting news uh, in the Pokemon Direct. So I kind of want to hear uh, if there's any upcoming Pokemon titles that you're excited for. I know we're, I already kind of know the answer to this. All of them. <laughs> you know, absolutely. So we've got Pokemon Snap uh, on the horizon, like very soon. Mm-hmm. We've got some more of that. The uh, the Diamond and Pearl remakes, which look gorgeous. Yeah. And that the Pokemon Legends Arceus uh, game. It's Arceus. Which- Arc- okay, Arc- that's right. They did say it in the thing. Yeah, Arceus. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's, right. actually okay. fun- it's actually funny because like I learned that yesterday. I was like, oh shoot, <laughs> it's Arceus. Because <laughs> it, it, fun fact, if you watch a if you watch a Pokemon presentation or something like that, the way they pronounce it, that is the official pronunciation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and a lot of people that's some of that's the only reference that we have for some of these. Exactly. Yeah. So that I learned that yesterday. So also, uh, everybody says Garbodor. It's Garb Odor, because like an o- garbage odor like smell so that was an interesting really? one as well i Our learned from the direct odor. too huh it makes yeah. sense when you lay it out like that yeah it, but, I, it's weird to say that's for sure i like saying garbador but it's garb odor apparently. yeah yeah there's uh my listeners always give me garbage because i say a, a few of these names the way that i've just always said them and the pronunciation uh-huh. is out and i'm just like oh geez no you're right <laughs> are you a rayquaza or rayquaza person I'm a Rayquaza person. Oh, thank you. I was almost yes. ending this call. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> because it's supposed to be like Quasar. It's, it's Quasar from like Quasar, right? I th- I, I always say uh, Rayquaza because yeah. Aqua. I don't know. Oh, yeah. I say Rayquaza too because it feels better. But I think Rayquaza for Quasar is, is the way. You know what? Who cares? We're yeah. right. Between the two of us, that's 100%. 
but we got a little culture going on here. That's yes, correct. Yes. <laughs> also, fun fact, in, in the Japanese pronunciation, they say Rekuza. So mm. that's how I justify saying Rekuza. Okay. I'm going to use that. I'm on board with that now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But what are you excited about? Uh, what, what? Let's see. If you had to pick one of those three that you're most excited about, which one is it and why? It's They're all very snap. different. It's oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you thought I was going to say Pokemon Legends, huh? I did. I yeah, did. Yeah, no, it's Snap. Snap. Pokemon Snap the first was my favorite Pokemon game of all time. Wow. So for this okay. to get a remake is absolutely massive. A lot of childhood memories. I'm hoping for Shinies in the game. Yes. They haven't yes. shown that, but that would be Replayability. Yes. yes, it would. Oh. But it looks really good. Uh, the point system is very detailed, and I just cannot imagine the amount of pictures you're going to see in social media in the coming months. It's going to be insane. Oh yeah, the reveal of that for this uh, over this past weekend of like how how much actual social infrastructure there's going to be is yeah. very cool, it's and phenomenal. I think kind of key to its success for sure. So uh, you're going to be streaming it, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. nice, cool. Can't wait. I'll, I'll have to tune in. Uh, what about the Diamond and Pearl remakes? How are you feeling about those? Uh, it's kind of a deadline because I don't have my shiny Feebas yet, and I'm hoping that I'll get it before it. So I'm more nervous than anything for that game to be released. But mm-hmm. I'm excited. I I'm, I'll get to play Diamond and Pearl properly, and Diamond and Pearl has some of the best music in main series Pokemon game out there. And for everything to be remastered is just going to be absolute bliss listening to some of these tracks yeah it's going to be insane uh i know most people have been asking for these remakes for years years is an understatement and it's the this just the sigh of relief uh was was second only to the instantaneous okay generation five win. yes <laughs> <laughs> so where's gen five game freak yeah. <laughs> It was the most predictable thing. And also, I just, I I couldn't believe it at the same time. <laughs> yeah, of course. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Legends, Pokemon Legends Arceus. So I have a theory. I think Pokemon Legends is a umbrella for several series, just based on how the two logos are different, because Arceus is written in a certain way, and Pokemon Legends is its logo on its own. So I, I'm kind of theory crafting that, Pokemon Legends Arceus because it's legends. It's not legend. So mm-hmm. I'm assuming and hoping that this is the first installment of several legends that is going to be introducing different Pokemon. So, for example, you can have Celebi or Jirachi or even Darkrai with like all sorts of cool backgrounds and going to the feudal time or going to the medieval time or going to space with the Oxus. I don't know. Oh, um, that'd be cool. But I'm excited. The game looks just, it's like, I love Breath of the Wild. So this is great. Legend of yeah. Breath of the Wild. This is like that feel and the music and this, yeah. Seeing the dodge roll and then seeing the, the character aim their Pokeball while throwing it, I almost lost my mind. Yeah, but I am concerned. Okay. I'm concerned about how the game's going to run on the Switch. That's a fair concern. Because I did see, I I did see a couple of frame rate drops, and I that's always causing me, that's always cause for concern in my book. So I'm I'm kind of hoping that somewhere this year we're gonna get maybe a sw- Switch Pro announcement or something like that. That's a little bit more powerful because the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild didn't really run properly on the the Switch. I feel. 
No, I think I, I would agree too. Uh, I played Breath of the Wild not not a whole lot, but I played like I want to say ten hours of it, and even in that small introductory window to that game, because ten hours is in that game for yeah. sure. I definitely encountered several situations where I had some frame rate issues for sure, and it's it was supposed to be optimized for that system. So and, and that's a right. launch title. So yeah. And we're not going to see PC ports of any of these things because that's not how Nintendo rolls. No. Sorry, Steam fans. <laughs> yes. That's why we have two separate things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, well, very, very cool. And and I really appreciate you uh, taking the time and, and hanging out and chatting today. And I, I would love for you to help uh, people figure out where to find you. Yeah. So, um you can find me on YouTube. I upload videos, mostly of stream highlights these days, but sometimes here and there, there's a YouTube video. You can just type in reversal. You'll find my videos um, on Twitch, twitch.tv slash reversal. I stream five days a week. And if you, I don't know, if you like Pokemon Go or just Pokemon main series game, we got a really chill and laid back vibe. I always play some vibes in the background as well. And You'd be surprised how chill it is down there. So uh, come say hello. Would be great to uh, see you here. And make sure you say you're from here. So I can give you uh, some uh, some special shout out. Um, yeah. And my other socials, I have a Pokemon Go Twitter account, which is uh, twitter.com slash reversalxpogo. And if you want to deal with my other shenanigans, it's reversalx7 on Twitter as well. So <laughs> pick your poison. And as always, we'll have links to everything in the show notes, so you won't have to go very far to find reversal in uh, your desired avenue, I suppose. Lots of <laughs> options. Lots oh, of options. And I, you were asking, I have, I have 706 million XP right now. Oh, man. Because you were so you really were... like sighing at the one bill. I was like, I, I probably should tell you like it's 700 plus right now. So I'm like at the end goal of that right now. That's just... Uh, not a number that I can reconcile in my brain. I'm at 75 million right now. <laughs> I was just doing that 10 times. Don't worry about it. Okay, you're right. I Let me just <laughs> let me just think about what that would feel like and what that would be like. Um, I'm also not nearly probably as efficient as you are when playing. So that's I'm sure has a lot to do with it, too. Well, I can give you a whenever this COVID thing is over, I'll give you a, a rundown face to face all right let's do it I'll, I'll take a plane out there and like what, what's the purpose of the strip oh i'm gonna go learn how to get good <laughs> <laughs> give yourself more credit you're level 40 times to several times that's great as well like sure here's here's the thing at the, at the end of the day it's everybody at their own pace and just because you're not as playing as hardcore as someone else within your community just means that you got something better going on in your life and that's how i always tell people don't compare yourself to others that much it's not that deep absolutely that's the beauty of this game it is kind of an individual journey that's why we set goals uh that's a that's a good thing to do all right well thanks geo so much uh for stopping by and taking the time to chat about pokemon go and and about you and your content it's been lovely catching up yeah for sure too long uh, i would say yeah next time we'll do it a little shorter (laughs) sooner than a year yeah (laughs) (laughs) and hopefully pandemic will be over then as well Yes. uh, Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed for sure. But that's it. Uh, Thanks so much for listening, dear listener. Make sure to check those show notes. You can check out Reversal at all of his different places. Yeah. And -hmm. I want to wish everybody uh, healthy. Stay safe, please. And uh, yeah, thank you for supporting my homie. All right. We'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.